Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. They produced some of the finest talent in Atlanta sports radio history. Get over it! Covered the best teams this city has to offer. Going to bed and taking a nap. And now, it's time to take their turn at the mic. It's time for the other side of the glass with Chris Thomas on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Now, here's Chris. Oh, what's up, Atlanta? That's right. It is time for the latest edition of The Other Side of the Glass. You know the deal by now. Mondays and Thursdays mean a little shorty show for yours truly. Taking you up until 7.30 p.m. Coverage of Monday Night Football is on next on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. The 2-2 two and two Green Bay Packers led by their new QB, Jordan Love, who Falcons fans got to see up close and personal, taking on the Raiders at 1-3 who frankly are playing like hot garbage. And I'm not going to tip my hand just yet, but I think that trend probably continues tonight. We're going to get into the Falcons here in just a second because I have a question for you at 404-726-0929. But first, oh boy, a little update on the Braves game in case you're driving around and haven't been filled in on what's going on just yet. Not good, ladies and gentlemen. We are in the top of the third inning, and Max Fried has given up three runs, including a two-run bomb this inning to JT Real Muto with who else but Bryce Harper on base. So not the start that the Braves and all the fans out there at Truist Park are hoping for, but still plenty of time in this game to bounce back. I will say, Zach Wheeler looks really good. He's got that high fastball, low curveball thing going, and it looks like he's on tonight. But if there's any lineup in Major League Baseball that could come out swinging and reverse this trend, we know it's the Atlanta Braves. So no time to panic just yet. Plenty of game left. Just settle in and let these bats try to figure it out as they have been ice cold to start the playoffs. And that's something that's been a topic of conversation in the sports media world. How much time off should there be between the end of the regular season and the beginning of the DS? Some people feel like a little too long of a layoff because you're seeing a lot of these teams that have been playing are up in their series, and the teams that were better and got off are coming out a little bit rusty much like the Atlanta Braves. So I'll keep you posted over the next 25 minutes or so about what happens with the Bravos and the Phils. But we got to talk about the Falcons because yesterday was awesome. 
It was a special day at Mercedes-Benz. It was the day that Desmond Ritter basically said, you can take all your criticisms and stick them exactly you know where. And it was great to watch. 300-plus yards, a touchdown. He ran for another one, no picks. Really, really good. And the defense, once again, was the star of the show. This defense has not allowed 30 points yet this season. 19 yesterday. And they really, really, really established themselves as, in my opinion, one of the more complete units in the league. And one of the best units in the league is the Falcons' defense right now. And I think it's hard to argue based on their performance thus far. I mean, you look at the Detroit Lions and the way they're putting up points now. Only giving up 20 points to them seems pretty good. Same thing with the Jags in London. I mean, you didn't exactly give up a million points there either. It was just that the offense got absolutely nothing going. So here's my question to you at 404-726-0929. Discussed it all day long on Dukes and Bell. All right. Because I'm not even – I think you could – usually if you guys listen to me, I'm, I'm pretty hard-headed. If I think something should be a certain way, it's kind of hard to move me off the ball. But on this one, I'm going to listen. So bring your best take at 404-726-0929. After this start from Ritter, how are you feeling? Do you feel like that's enough that you've seen from him to feel confident that going into the Washington game on Sunday that he's going to ball out again? Or do you still need to see more? And that's why I'm not exactly sure where I stand on this one because I could I could see both sides. So what do you think? 404-726-0929. Let me lay out both sides for you. On the positive side, you could say that this game is exactly everything that the season's been building towards at this point. We knew Desmond Ritter was a rookie last year, only got four starts, just a slice of the NFL action, and he had his first offseason as the leader of the Atlanta Falcons. How did it go? It went pretty well. I thought, you know, going up to training camp for all those days, we saw Ritter. The one thing you can never deny is that he was the leader of this team. He has all those intangibles out there to run an offense and to make it work. But what we didn't see and what we haven't seen until this game was the ability to run a complete offense, was the ability to say, we can do everything. We can run the ball. We can throw it short. We can throw it intermediate. And we can throw the deep ball. Those things have been eluding this offense until last week. So if you're in the camp that it was a slow burn, it was a slow build, and this is Ritter now finally taking the mantle and saying, I'm QB1, I don't want to hear anything again about Taylor Heineke or anyone else, I can see your argument. I could also say, well, he's only really had one good game. He's had like one and a half good games. The second half versus Green Bay, pretty good. The first half versus Detroit and versus Jacksonville, oh boy, not good. Not what you want. So I could see you saying at the same time, well, he had a really good game, and yes, he threw for 300 yards. Yes, he had a touchdown and a rushing touchdown. Yes, he didn't turn the ball over. But I still need to see more. I still need to know that this guy can do this week in and week out. I need to know that this guy could do this down in and down out. I need to know that this guy could do this play in and play out. So I understand both sides of the argument. Because for me, Desmond Ritter is in a position right now where he's trying to establish himself 
as a legitimate QB1 in this league. And a one-game, one-and-a-half-game sample size, plus playing decently in four games at the end of last year, is not exactly, you know, a 20-year career's worth of starts to know exactly what we have. But that's a good thing, because that means that the two games that we saw where he was terrible aren't necessarily reflective or indicative of the type of quarterback that he's going to be in this league. But it also means that the type of quarterback he might be in this league is not the guy that we saw on Sunday. It's TBD. So that's why I think this conversation is so interesting because you're at, you're at a crossroads right now for who is Desmond Ritter going to be for this franchise? Is he going to be the guy from the Houston game and the second half of the Green Bay game? Or is he going to be the guy from the Lions game and from the Jaguars game? For me, that's where the question is right now as he continues to grow and develop. The one thing I know that, that the Falcons can't do is if he turns back into a pumpkin the next two or three weeks is just hang your hat on the Houston game and say, see, see, no, he can do it, he can do it, he can do it. Yeah, he did it once, but does that mean he can do it consistently? Who was the quarterback for the uh, Seahawks? Was it Matt Flynn that threw six touchdowns <laughs> yep. in a game? Yep. And they gave him a contract, and then Russell Wilson came in and took the job from yeah, him? They gave him a contract, and he never started a game for them. <laughs> right, so what's the cliche? Even a broken clock is right twice a day. So you could say right there that, you know, right, Desmond Ritter had a good start, but we need that sample size to grow. And if he stumbles against Washington, then where are we? That's my question. 404-726-0929. Brian's in Lilburn. Brian, you're in the game. Hey, man. Uh, great take. I, I agree with what you're saying. I, I think uh, mostly Ritter is uh, here on another start. You know, I, I was pretty critical of him the last two weeks. Uh I was I was one of the guys that said, "Hey, give him a chance to see what he can do," because he was two and two. And, but man, those two weeks they were so bad. I was like, "Oh my god, yeah, he can't it was do brutal." It. So you're saying right, right now, Brian, that you're on a start by start basis. I'm on. Hey, with this team's ready to win everywhere with average quarterback play, we win the division. Anytime he falls below that, we got a six year pro on the bench with a 500 starting record. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's a good call. I appreciate it. Taylor Heineke has made 24 starts in the NFL. He has a good touchdown-to-interception ratio. And we've seen that he has the ability to be spunky and make plays. He did it against the Falcons a couple of years ago. Yeah. They had a walk, much like the Falcons walked off the Texans yesterday. Yep. Taylor Heineke walked <laughs> off the Falcons a couple of years ago. I believe that game was at home, too. Yeah, and I, I, like, what, I like how Brian phrased it. He earned another start. I think that's the perfect way to phrase it. He earned another start because you had two back-to-back -back bad weeks. You come out here, pressure's kind of on you. You responded well. All right, let's now let's see if you can do this in consecutive weeks. Yeah, I agree. But unfortunately, Dom I, and Brian, I don't think that's how the Falcons are looking no, at it. No, they're, they're looking at it as, see, see, that's what we yeah, told yeah. you he can exactly. do. But there's just no way to know if he's going to continue to do that or not. And I don't think you can just use this one example, hold it up, like, you know, Simba and the Lion King over, over the Great Pride Rock and say that this is our shining light. This is our shining moment to say that Ritter's going to be the guy for the rest of the season. So it's an interesting conversation right now. we got a couple minutes on the other side, 404-726-0929. And you know the drill. Dom and I are going to make our picks for Monday Night Football. Dom filling in for Oren, 
who was on the IL. He had one great week on Dukes and Bell, and then he gets sick, and then it all goes to heck. But we soldier on without him. Mike Bell, too. Uh, you know, well wishes for those guys who are battling illness. All right, 404-726-0929. We're coming back. More of your phone calls than our picks. All right, let's go Braves, man. Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, Odyssey app. Other side of the glass is on. Oh my God! Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Yeah, well, that's why we believe. These are young quarterbacks. We aren't. You know that you can't ride the roller coaster in this league. It's too hard. And if you sit there, you know, after a big win, if you get satisfied, well, next Sunday will humble you. That's the nature of this job. And so he's, he's made of the right stuff, and we got the right guys in that locker room. That right there, Falcons head coach Arthur Smith with our very own Dave Archer. Post game yesterday here on Sports Radio 929 Game. And that is what we're talking about tonight. Desmond Ritter and the interesting spot that he finds himself in as QB1 of this team, having a great game on Sunday off of back to back dismal performances. So, where are you with this right now? Are you comfortable with him moving forward after that start, or do you still need to see more? In the first segment, I laid out the arguments for both sides and took a great phone call on it. So we have some more guys lined up that want to get in at 404-726-0929. By the way, Braves still down 3-0. It is the top of the fourth with two outs, and the Braves have decided to get up Michael Tonkin in the bullpen. Interesting there if Snit's going to have a quick hook or not. All right, let's head out to the phones. 404-726-0929. Anthony and Shambly, you're next. Hey, which one of you guys? That Don is the Steelers fan. Yes, sir. That is me. Don, listen. I don't mean to break the mood here, man, but I got to ask you a question, man. What is going on with this offense? <laughs> and why won't Mike Tomlin fire Matt Canada immediately? I've never seen nothing like that. I've been a Steelers fan. I'm 50. I've been a Steelers fan since I was seven years old. Well, I mean, this is ridiculous. This is not NFL. This is like semi-pro, and the guy works at UPS during the day, and then he's just playing football on the side. He could, you know, that. Type. This offense is ridiculous. We luck up with that game. Lamar played trash second half. Is why we wanted TJ being the best player he is in the league. Saved us. Always has some huge play. But man, I'm talking about the 49ers game. We didn't have a first first down. Yeah, Anthony, I hear you, man. Left. I hear you. We're not gonna we're not gonna turn <laughs> yeah, this into a Steelers. Listen, uh, reflective here but uh yeah my boy my boy dom here on the other side of the glass is a big steelers fan and i'll let him give his uh sort of 30 second take here on what's going wrong there but in terms of the falcons it's interesting like i said because desmond ritter is in a situation now where he's going to be grilled on every single start every single start it's we're going to be having the same conversation over and over again good or bad for better or for worse because he is now in a position as the quarterback for the Atlanta Falcons, a team with playoff aspirations who needs to put up more performances like he did on Sunday. All right, Dom, for those keeping score at home, I guess we have a <laughs> Steelers contingency here in Atlanta that We're broke everywhere. through on the phones. Yeah. And uh, all right, so I know the Steelers, I predicted them at the beginning of the season to at least compete for their division. What mm -hmm. the heck's going on? I mean, well, I mean, 
to this team's credit, they are competing for the division. They're number one in the division right now at three and two. You just beat the Ravens. That's big. You beat the Browns not too long ago. I mean, the offense sucks. Matt Canada doesn't deserve to be in the NFL. I don't even think he should be coordinating an offense at a collegiate level, if we're being completely honest. Um, I mean, Mike Tomlin gets bailed out because this team is littered with talent. That's that's what it is. They have one of, I think, the best pass rushing duo in the NFL between T.J. Watt and Alex Highsmith. Yeah. And that, more often than not, is good enough to win you games in the NFL because of how good those two are defensively. Um, if your defense, it's pretty simple. If your defense holds teams to under twenty points, we're gonna win. Uh, I think the team has gotten lucky that the Browns and the Ravens have started their season the way that they have. Frankly, that's true as well. Those, I mean, those two teams should be better than what they are. The Ravens beat themselves more than anything. Six drop passes. Harbaugh makes a terrible decision to go for it on fourth and two at the end of the first half when you should have just settled for the field goal. That game was more about the Ravens losing it than the Steelers winning it, but hey, I'll take a win. Yeah, no, I hear. So there's your Pittsburgh Steelers fix right here (laughs) on Atlanta's number one sports station, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. All right, so a couple minutes left here, Dom. Let's do what we do here and make our picks. So It is the Green Bay Packers at the Las Vegas Raiders. The line is Las Vegas minus one and a half, which essentially means Green Bay is a favorite because you get three points for being at home. Mm -hmm. Uh, My initial thoughts are the Raiders suck. The Packers are okay. So usually teams that are okay be teams that suck. Can't tell you I've watched a ton of Raiders football (laughs) this year. Um, but, no, I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo is what he is. I think McDaniels is in over his head as a head coach. They still have Devontae Adams, you know, an old friend here coming to, you know, they're bringing their old team here in the Green Bay Packers to face their old buddy. I mean, first of all, this game, I mean, <laughs> we've, we've had some – if you've been following us here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game on Mondays and Thursdays the last few weeks, the season started out strong – and yeah. there's been a couple of duds yeah. the past couple of weeks, but partially because teams are underperforming, like the Raiders and the Bears the week before. What are you going to do? But in terms of the Packers, listen, we got to see them up close and personal. I really like Jordan Love's game. He's young and he's raw, but he's got a lot of talent. Uh, no Aaron Jones tonight, so that's going to be huge in factoring into the decision. So it's going to be the A.J. Dillon show, and they have young receivers that are talented like Dobbs, I mean, to me, this one's pretty easy. I think the Packers are the better team. I think the Raiders are. For me, there's a couple of teams, Dom, in the NFL right now that just have bad juju. Yeah. Like the Broncos are one of those teams. The Patriots are one of those teams. And I put the Raiders in that mix as well. So that's sort of where I'm at right now. If you can't really tell, I'm leaning heavily in one direction before I officially (laughs) make my pick. But what's your analysis, sir? Uh, Yeah, same deal. I think that... I'm not. I'm not going to pick the Raiders to win a game um, as long as Josh McDaniels is the head coach of this team. I have no faith in him. I, I think. I think he's a good offensive coordinator. I think he was great when he was in New England and he had Tom Brady. That was a perfect situation. Yeah, he's Outside in over. His, that, he's though. in over his head. He's it? not a head coach. He's not a head coach, and I think that he's in over his head. Um, the Green Bay Packers are just going to kind of win this one by default. I will say, Aaron Jones being out does worry me because AJ Dillon hasn't particularly been that great so far this year um, no but on the other side and this is unfortunately i know nobody cares but somebody that took josh jacobs in their fantasy league <laughs> thinking he was going to have a monster season wanting yeah. that contract i think they're averaging like 65 yards rushing a game 
mm. which is, uh, as they say in the industry, not good. Not good yeah. <laughs> that would be not good. All right, so we got about a minute left, Dom. Seems pretty easy here, but make yep. your official pick. Give me the Packers to win it, and I will take – I'll give you another final score since I did last time. Give me Packers to win it 24-10. to 10. Wow, so you don't think the Raiders are going to nope. be able to do anything? I don't like the Raiders at all. Nope. All right, I am also going to take the Packers. You will be picking. That is Oren's pick for the week. We will both see what happens. Oren one and zero. By the way, Oren three and zero. Three and zero in his hey. first week, and that was in his first week for the Dukes and Bell picks. Nice. So he's coming out the gates firing. But I think you will do him due due diligence tonight as we both side with the Packers. All right, that'll wrap it up for this edition of the other side of the glass. One final. Score check for you. It is still 3-0 bad guys right now as the Phillies are hanging on to that lead. It looks like the bullpen is going to get cranking here for the Braves, so we shall see. Thank you so much for listening. I'll be back with you guys on Thursday for a little Thursday night football action and, of course, every single day, 2-7 to with the guys on Dukes and Bell right here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Enjoy the football. Enjoy the baseball. Talk to you guys in a couple of days. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.